Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Well, it is Friday morning, and again, I'm just about to go out and run, but before we do, I wanted to record the daily financial news because there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of misinformation. There is a lot of, I don't know, I'll call it wrong assumptions that we need to talk about today, so let's get into it. First and foremost, I want to remember you, remind you that on this channel, we talk about real things. We talk about sometimes scary headlines but they should always be taken in the lens of, hey, how can I or my family maneuver, operate, and yes, hopefully take advantage of what is going on. Good times never last, bad times never last, but wealth is made in the bad times. I wish more and more people understood that. I know there's a lot of people out there creating content that is getting a lot of clicks because they are preaching fear I wish more folks who had that reach would take that fear and help you understand how to make some moves and be better off because I promise the good times will come back. So again, I believe some great wealth, some great opportunities are in your future, but it all boils down to keeping a level head and doing the work. I don't care if it's crypto, if it's stocks, if it's trading cards, if it's real estate. There are great opportunities coming if you stay disciplined, you do the work, and of course, only do great deals. I got a lot of stuff in front of me. I am actually just gonna go top down. First and foremost, Danielle DiMartino Booth, someone who is someone I respect. Uh, she is out on the airwaves talking about liquidity drying up, and it appears that uh, people don't believe it. I wanna highlight that that is a misconception. Liquidity is without question drying up. Now, I know some of you are looking at the discount window and saying, hey, you know, 11.9 billion in this new lending program, 134 billion, you know, the Fed balance sheet go up, <clears throat> the money printer go burr. I hear all of those. Folks, you are focused on the numbers and not on the behavior. What is going on behind the scenes and why it is important and why a lot of you will be shocked? What is going on right now is banks are reevaluating their balance sheet. They are reevaluating assets. And many of them, if you don't know, are in bad shape. What is going on right now is liquidity is drying up. Most of you will not see it, not feel it for 60, 90, dare I say, 180 days. But I promise you, liquidity is drying up. Don't be surprised. Lending is getting stricter. Lending is getting harder. Lending is getting more expensive, except for first-time home buyers. I believe one of the outcomes of this liquidity drying up is more and more people will focus on first-time home buyers. Unfortunately, as you and I both know and have been told over and over, we are seeing an inventory crisis at that part of the market. So it will be interesting times. Please do not see what is going on and take the discount window numbers and think the party is on. That money being repositioned is sitting 
still. It is not entering the lending program. There's, there's months and quarters of rebuilding going on at the bank balance sheets. And I don't think many people understand that they are looking at what happened in 2020, where the Fed expanded its balance sheet and saying, hey, let's go buy some meme stocks. Let's go buy some Dogecoin. Let's go do this or that. Very different this time. And I wish more people understood that. So again, if you want to get the reality of what's going on, follow Danielle Martino Booth on Twitter. Uh, she is someone I follow and uh, shout out Danielle, I thought you were onto it. I am sorry that the Twitter mob doesn't understand. Don't worry, Danielle. They will understand shortly just how fast liquidity can dry up. First Republic is still in the news. And as I said, I believe on Monday, I believe the end result for First Republic is a shotgun marriage. I think it could happen as soon as this weekend, but I do think that is the end result for First Republic. But Let's talk about what happened yesterday. Yesterday, during, I think the market was open, uh, it was identified that banks like JP Morgan and others were giving, or I should say, depositing $30 billion in First Republic to sure up confidence of the banking system. First and foremost, I think this is awesome, right? Because what happened in the last crisis, the government came in and essentially strengthened balance sheets. Now you have the banking system taking care of their owns. I think that is great. That is not on the taxpayer. This is on the banks. It is a little bit disingenuous in my opinion because what happened four days before this, lots of people took money out of First Republic. They put it at JP Morgan. JP Morgan is basically saying, hey, we have too much cash. Let's give it back to First Republic. And First, their First Republic is paying interest to JP Morgan just like all the other depositors. And let's not be confused. First Republic depositors are protected if this is going on. So second, uh, First Republic after hours basically had a press release that said, thank you, big banks. We got you. Thank you for the vote of confidence. Oh, by the way, we are canceling the dividend, at least in the short term. This is what should happen. Again, what is First Republic trying to do? They are trying to adjust their balance sheet. And part of that is to conserve cash. The last thing they want to do is issue a dividend, which is essentially money from money center banks. So again, to be expected, definitely going to hurt their stocks. I expect more financial institutions, specifically regional banks, to cancel their dividend. So if you are buying regional banks, you are doing that at your own risk. I'm sorry, let me rephrase. If you are buying regional banks for the dividend, I think that is a risky play because again, I believe more of these regional banks will cancel the dividend to conserve cash. Ask yourself, doesn't that make good sense? Banks bought $11.9 billion from these new lending program. That is a lot of money, but let's translate that into what is happening. And again, liquidity is drying up. Banks, I'm just going to round it to 12 billion because why not? Banks took assets off their balance sheet worth $8 billion, gave it to the Fed. Now they have $12 billion. This cash, again, is going to sit on the bank and help strengthen their position. This is not lending more money. The lending market is drying up, especially in commercial. People, you do not have any idea how bad it is going to be to get a commercial loan, a commercial refi. It is going to be hard, hard, hard. We got word from Yellen 
in front of Congress saying your deposits are not necessarily safe. Let me highlight what happened. As we know on Sunday, they came out and issued a statement saying deposits at Signature Bank and SVB are all guaranteed. In fact, they released the money on Monday. However, Yellen came out and said, one should not assume that all deposits in all banks are safe, only critical banks. This is going against the message on Sunday and could create greater fear if the average American understood. I do not think the average American understood that Yellen just went back on their Sunday statement. But yes, if you are at a small bank that is not deemed critical and you get taken over by FDIC, the 250K limit will be put in force. You could lose money. If you are a company or happen to be an individual with some means and you have over 250 grand, your money is at risk. Be careful, be careful. Next, we had the, the joy, the opportunity, the blessing to talk with a Silicon Valley executive yesterday about the catastrophe that is Silicon Valley Bank. We got to hear about a 6 a.m. phone call talking about somebody taking $4 billion out of SVB. That shot across the bow helped her avoid a crisis because her money was tied up in SVB. The other thing that was very interesting about this is everybody is talking about client base having 24 hours and that 42 billion was left in, in 24 hours. She says that is a nonsense narrative. There was $42 billion extracted in six hours. If you tried to initiate a wire at Silicon Valley Bank much past 1 p.m. on Thursday, you were stuck. So again, it's not 500 grand a second for 24 hours. It's actually $2 million a second for eight hours, roughly, or six hours, roughly from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Much past 2 p.m., she says no wires went out. I That was not a video that got a lot of views on my channel, but if you wanna see up close and personal the stress that happened Thursday, Friday, and then ultimately the relief Sunday. That is a great video, and we all owe Dana from Hemlane a word of gratitude. Second, there was a couple of comments talking about Dana and Hemlane getting bailouts. That is absolutely not true. Did you not watch the video? She was successful in getting all of her money out, taking care of her employees and the company. But again, I ask you, if you want to see up close the stress that went on over those four days, Go ahead and watch that video. You can see the playlist called Hemlane. It is quite eye-opening. Next, again, regional banks. I wanna be very, very clear. We talk about liquidity drying up. How are you and I gonna feel it? All I gotta tell you is look at the commercial real estate market. It is going to be bad. Also, I think it is very clear that in the next year, there will be a lot more failures of pre-IPO or startups. One of the lending facilities that happened pretty easily over the last couple of years is, is companies raised capital or seed capital. They are not gonna be able to refi. They're not gonna be able to get the next debt round. We are going to see layoffs because of this later in the year as money dries up. I don't know about you, but I was shocked and not shocked. It looks like the king of California, which you haven't been on my channel for a long time, is Gavin Newsom. Yes, folks, he is a king. He apparently had his three wineries, bank accounts at Silicon Valley Bank. So Mr. King Newsom uh, got a bailout. It also should be noted that he was calling uh, Joe Biden asking for a bailout. Now, what I find most disheartening about this is he does not admit these things. 
He does not admit that, yes, I was a part of this. I will be bailed out. I will get some goodness. I wish a government figure would admit it up front versus the forensic accountant saying, hey, look at that. Gavin Newsom once again benefits from the bailout and what he is doing. Mr. King, come on, man. Be better. Business Insider is talking about stocks to tumble if the Fed pauses. This is what hopefully you heard me say yesterday morning before this article. I believe a Fed pause would be horrific. I believe it could be down for stocks because it would be a highlight that worse things are coming. I was interested in this article, Business Insider highlighted Data Trek. Data Trek is an analytic firm saying that if they pause, we could see a 5% sell-off in the stock market. Crazy. Looks like there was an academic study put out by some students at Stanford and other institutions or other education colleges and universities. Academic study flagging 186 banks. Yes, folks, 186 banks at risk because they have a disproportionate amount of deposits over the FDIC limit. So there are 186 banks that could be up for a bank run if their depositors lose faith. Very interesting to see what happened at least through the close Thursday. I do not know what's going on in the market this morning. The, uh, where am I? Sorry. The Dow is up 1.1% for the week. S&P is up 26 and the NASDAQ is up 5.2%. I ask you, is this a week for the tech stocks to be up 5%? I mean, just logically speaking, really? That, that's what we're doing now? Web, Web, Wed Bush came out with a new price target for First Republic. Again, remember First Republic got $30 billion. They canceled their dividend. Now Wedbush is talking about First Republic stock being worth $5, a new price target, five. That's this many. I believe as of the close yesterday, it was trading around $30. I have not looked to see what it's trading this morning. I wanna be very clear. I believe what we are gonna see going forward is banks being taken over by bigger banks. And I believe for, for a lot of them, the equity will be wiped out. Something we learned from the last crisis that people don't like is when equity gets bailed out. Bad decisions, bad executions should lead to an equity wipeout. So if First Republic gets bought, I suspect that their equity, aka stocks, do not get treated very well. Silicon, Va Silicon Valley Bank Financial Group filed for bankruptcy. Chapter 11. I didn't, this is all these uh, complicated companies, you know, like Russian dolls. Uh, looks like they had $2.2 billion in liquidity as of the filing. At the end of the year, they had 209. SVB Financial Group, I don't actually know what is or isn't in that. There's lots of different companies, but I do find it odd that they're firing Chapter 11 versus maybe Chapter 13 or 7 or one of the others. Very interesting. Shout out to the folks that are Bitcoin um, fans, investors, whatever you want to call them. They have had an amazing week. I checked, uh, I think, early this morning. It was over $26,000. This is an example, again, of, in my opinion, uh, people's fear, right? They rush to Bitcoin. They rush to gold. They rush to bonds. This has more to say, in my opinion, about the financial market distress and crisis than Bitcoin specifically. But hey, 
If I'm gonna talk about Bitcoin when it goes down, we should give them a shout out when it goes up. And again, it is, I think Bitcoin's up like 30 or 40% this year, so good for them. Uh, again, I think there's something going on. I have not watched the All In podcast yet. I will be doing that on my run very shortly. But the title of their All In podcast this week talks about a great VC reset. I wanna be very clear. I think there's a great commercial real estate reset coming. I've been warning about this for a year. It is now here. We are in the first inning. We've talked about liquidity drying up. Commercial real estate is going to feel it first and fastest and most severe, but it's not quite here yet. It is just out over the horizon and I expect it to be nasty. I do think that the banking crisis, much like we talked about at the beginning of this video, will lead to tremendous opportunity. Do not rush, do not gamble. We are only doing great deals, folks. Please, if you are a residential investor like I am, do great deals. It starts with a buy box. It starts with doing the work and learning average. We are not gambling. We are not betting on appreciation. We are only using cash flow and yield. If you wanna know more about this, I'm putting on a buy box deep dive on Sunday the 29th or 26th, 26th, I believe. We are gonna go deep. We are only doing 100 seats. As of right now of this recording, we have 21 left. This could be sold out by tomorrow. In fact, it would not shock me if we are sold out tomorrow. So please, if you wanna understand what it is, it is $47. I have put the link in the last three daily financial news. I have put it in a pen comment. I likely will do it again, but again, 21 seats left, 47 bucks two hours of content where we interact. This is not a webinar. I refuse to do a webinar. I'm doing a meeting so I can interact with you. I can pull up your buy box. We can answer your questions. We are gonna get that two-way conversation going. This $47 is really an insurance policy against stupidity. It is also an insurance policy to learn and build confidence. If you're not there, 47 bucks is a cheap insurance policy. I expect it to sell out today, but certainly by tomorrow. So hopefully you can get your ticket and I will see you next Sunday. Folks, that's the daily financial news. Like, subscribe, comment. Remember, there are scary headlines. There is reason to be concerned, but there is a greater reason to keep a level head, understand your market, do the work and build wealth. Recessions, crisis are where people make moves and they get rich. Lastly, let's talk about Warren Buffett's famous quote, when the tide goes out, we see who's swimming naked. I think that is funny. Who doesn't wanna see people swimming naked? I want you to take that quote and tweak it. I want you to look at the bottom of the ocean or the river or whatever it is and look for gold bars, look for diamonds, look for things that people lost that they had to let go of in the crisis. Take advantage. Where there is great pain, there is great opportunity. Please do the work, keep a level head, and smile some more. Folks, you woke up this morning. Not everybody did. All right, folks, take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.